Uh-huh. I just feel like I've been around the block, ripping up fantasy stock, working around the clock. Look at the view from the top. Researching rookies a lot? No, I just be listening to pods. Yeah, one in particular. I'm just a messenger. Let me just pass on the rock. Uh. Browning, brunning, bruning. Pronouncing ain't what he's doing. What he's doing is not losing, but infusing you with new things. And there's Dennis the Bennett. Yeah, the man is a menace. Yeah, building a dynasty. Some of the finest things. Promise you, you won't regret it. Mm. Sly as a fox, cultured in pop, give him his props. Here is a thought, here is a box, and you cannot compare him at all, so don't even try. Careful with the news, but when you use a take, I take up Tony Fire, I mean dire, because anyone else is a huge mistake. Whoa, fantasy round table, fantasy, fantasy round table, yeah, fantasy round table, come take a look at the crown, baby. Hey, fantasy round table, fantasy, fantasy round table, fantasy round table, come take a look at the crown, baby. Go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Football Roundtable Podcast. Proud members of the Full-Time Fantasy Podcast Network. You can find them at FTF Podnet on Twitter. You can find me at SportsFanaticMB on Twitter. I am your host, Matthew Bruning, for today's show. We are proud to be part of this network with a ton of other great podcasts, such as Jim Day of FF Champs, Bob Lung of The Consistency Show, The Consistency Guide, and the creator of the Midwest Fantasy Expo. We also have Dr. Roto and Corey Parsons of Sirius XM Radio. You can find all of us on FullTimeFantasy.com. We have a special episode for you guys today. Dennis and Matt will be joining me here in a minute. We're going to be doing live reactions to the NFL draft that is going to start here in just a little bit. I will plug in some audio. I don't know how much of it yet as I'm recording this pre-NFL draft. I'm going to try and get at least... Uh, half of the draft up tonight for you guys to listen to tomorrow mornings if you guys want to. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Matt and Dennis will be here live in just a minute. And uh, we will get this rolling and react and talk about the first round of the NFL 2020 draft. Hello! It's, it's like going to start in four minutes. Oh, what's yeah. going on, everybody? We're live. We are. We're here. Me, Matt, and Dennis, as we've been talking about here for about, I think, probably the past two weeks. Uh, we are going to cover the NFL draft live. It's uh, exciting. I've got the TV pulled up. Uh, I'm ready to rock and roll. We're about four minutes away from it, the Bengals being on the clock. We technically already know who they're going to take, but I'm sure they'll bleed out some of the clock before they finally make the. Uh, the the pick known to everybody who is going to do what so with that being said uh, matt and dennis you guys have participated in some mocks where you kind of predicted where you think players are going to go why don't you guys kind of talk about those right now before right as we get the draft started i'm going to disappear for a minute but you two go ahead do your thing talk about your mock drafts oops you want me to go first or you go for it all right so uh there's a group of us that work for the uh, Fantasy Life app blog. Um, we got invited to submit mock drafts to the huddle report, so I'll be curious to see uh, how it all goes. But uh, we published uh, our final mocks uh, up on the site today, so uh, I'm just going to read them out, uh, and then uh, we can compare. Uh, so I have the Bengals taking Burrow uh, at one, Washington Redskins taking Chase Young at two, Detroit taking Jeff Okuda at three. Uh, the Giants going with Tristan Wirfs, a tackle, at four. 
Dolphins taking Justin Herbert uh, of Oregon at five, and I have no confidence in the Dolphins' picks. Apparently no one has any confidence in the Dolphins' picks today um, because they're supposedly have done a really good job of masking what they're doing. I have Tua going to the Chargers at six. Um, some really compelling arguments were made that the Chargers have worked on their the right side of their offensive line, which you would do for a left-handed quarterback. I thought that was interesting. Um, you know, they obviously have Tyrod that they're going to use to start the season. He's kind of a more mobile rollout passer too. Um, so maybe that was part of their plan, but I took a gamble there. Um, at seven, I have the Panthers going Isaiah Simmons, Derek Brown at eight to the Cardinals. I had the Jags taking Jedrick Wills at nine. I had Denver trading up to 10 and taking Jerry Judy. Uh, I had the, the Jets taking CD Lamb at 11. The Raiders taking Ruggs at 13. Uh, San Francisco taking CJ Henderson. At 13, so the Raiders pick was 12. Sorry, I got messed up. At 14, Tampa Bay taking Andrew Thomas. Uh, the Browns at 15 taking Becton, Makai Becton. Uh, 16, the Falcons taking Chasen. It'll be interesting. I guess the Falcons have been one of the most aggressive teams pursuing pick three, so if they move up my entire thing, I might as well just set it on fire. Um, at 17, Dallas taking Xavier McKinney. Uh, the Dolphins taking Dobbins at 18. Uh, the Raiders taking Christian Fulton at 19. The Jaguars getting Kinlaw at 20. The Eagles taking Justin Jefferson at 21. Minnesota taking Josh Jones at 22. The Patriots taking Jordan Love at 23. Jalen Rager going to the Saints at 24. 25, the Vikings taking Denzel Mims. 26, the Dolphins taking Cesar Ruiz. 27, uh, the Seahawks taking Gross Matos. At 28, the Ravens taking Patrick Queen. 29, the Titans taking Kenneth Murray. The Packers taking Trayvon Diggs at 30. Uh, T. Higgins going to the 49ers at 31. And DeAndre Swift to the Chiefs at 32. So you had two running backs go in the first round? Yeah. Interesting. Who was it again? Who did you have going? I had uh, the Dolphins taking Dobbins. That might have been just wishful thinking. And DeAndre Swift going to the Chiefs. Okay. So, and then you had the Browns trade back to thirteen with San Francisco. Trade back with Denver. With Denver, 15. Oh, that had 15. been that had been a lot of talk this week that that they were close to moving up to ten and swapping with Cleveland. Denver has a few extra third round picks, so maybe that would be appealing. Well. I, I went kind of screwball with mine. Uh, I didn't predict a lot of trades. I only predicted one trade, and uh, that was the Chargers trading up to three and Detroit dropping down to six. Uh, probably if I didn't have to work all day, I'd have gotten a little more in-depth and, and uh, maybe moved some things around a little, little more, tried to make some other deals work. Uh, I feel like there's probably going to be a half a dozen trades, so uh, – to win our contest. So I did a winner take all contest and there's a hundred dollar minimum pool. Uh, you get a point for picking the player to the right team and a point for picking the player in the right slot. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, so I started off much like you. I went Joe Burrow to the Bengals, Chase Young to the Redskins. And then I have the, the chargers taking Herbert at three. I, I feel like, you know, they, I, I think he's more their guy than Tua. Uh, and 
maybe there's something to the whole uh, to his medicals are scaring to some teams. So I kind of that was sort of the that's the preface to what kind of what my draft looks like. Uh, at four, I have the the Giants taking Derek Brown. At five, I have the Dolphins taking Andrew Thomas, offensive tackle. Uh, six, I have the Lions taking Okuda. The Panthers taking Simmons at seven. And the Cardinals taking Trist- Tristan Wirfs at eight. Um, I feel like the Cardinals offense is one that's going to be built on uh, movement and athleticism. And Wirfs is the most athletic tackle in this group. And so I feel like he's he would be a really good fit there in the desert. At nine, I have C.J. Henderson going to the Jaguars. Uh, Mackay Becton going to the Browns at 10. Jedrick Wills going to the Jets at 11. I know a lot of people are mocking wide receivers to the Jets. Um, and while they could use some wide receivers, uh, it's always a good thing to keep your young franchise quarterback on his feet. Uh, at 12, I have the Raiders going uh, to a Tungo Vailoa. Uh, I feel like he could go there. It might be something uh, that – Matt uh, doesn't like that one. <laughs> what happened? You were shaking your head. I figured you didn't like that. I was shaking my head at the Browns pick oh, earlier. Browns. I mean, I don't, I don't have a problem with Beckton. I think it'd be all right. My TV's not too loud, is it? Can you guys hear that? I don't want it to – Affect anything now? All right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, no, he thought you were shaking, shaking your head at my. Uh, I mean, I don't think Tua will fall to Oakland, but if he does, I mean, if he does, that means it's just going to be a fun night. All right, well, it's going to make all th- all kinds of things crazy for everybody. Uh, so at thirteen, I have the Niners taking CD Lamb. You know, they need a they need a stud wide receiver. Uh, I know that uh, Debo is there. And I think pairing Debo up with C.D. Lamb, uh, with Trent Taylor in the slot and Kittle at the tight end makes for a nice receiving core. Uh, Josh Jones, offensive tackle to Tampa at 14. Ruggs to Denver. Uh, That seems to be a very common landing spot for him in mock drafts. Uh, Javon Kinlaw to the Falcons. Uh, I have the Cowboys uh, grabbing the guy who – has been uh, comp to their retired center, Travis Frederick, in Cesar Ruiz. Uh, the Dolphins go on Kalevon Chieson at 18. You know, add to that defensive line, at edge player. Uh, the Raiders go on Jerry Judy at 19. So you could end up with Waller, Judy, Jacobs, and uh, Tunga Vailoa with uh, – who's that little slot guy they have? The 40-year-old rookie. Renfro. Renfro. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars taking Yater Grossmatos. The Eagles taking Denzel Mims. Uh, Minnesota going cornerback cr- Christian Fulton. The Patriots taking Jalen Hurts at 23. Saints taking Kenneth Murray, inside linebacker. Uh, Minnesota adding Justin Jefferson. You know, the more I think about that, that's probably not a great fit with Thielen being in the slot. So that that one's going to be wrong. Uh, they they do. I think they do need another wide receiver. I just don't. Uh, uh, it's too late to change it now. Uh, Miami going offensive guard Natane Muti. So I don't have the Dolphins taking a, a quarterback in my first round. I, I feel like, you know, they should build the team from the inside out. 
start with the offensive and defensive lines, get a quarterback. You know, if they if they grow this year, then let's put a uh, uh, one of the quarterbacks out of next year's class there. Seahawks, uh, A.J. Epinesa, uh, edge rusher. Uh, you know, I don't know that he's much of a rush guy. He's a big defensive end, though. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, offensive guard Tyler Badass from Wisconsin uh, to replace the outgoing Marshall Yanda. Uh, Titans going Trayvon Diggs at cornerback. Packers drafting Brandon Ayuk. 49ers t- grabbing cornerback A.J. Terrell. And Kansas City uh, with offensive, uh, I think Jackson is a guard, Austin Jackson. So I don't have any running backs going in the first round. Interesting. I'm going to say one goes. I think someone will go probably at the end of the draft when we're not here anymore. What are yeah. they doing now? What's going on? I muted my TV. Is anybody actually watching? Yeah, they, uh, they're doing a tribute to the uh, oh, to the the front or, line workers. Yeah, front line workers. Did you see? Man, it was amazing. Did you see that uh, early picture of all the kind of like everybody at their houses? Yeah, yeah. All the the draft prospects, and you've got all the coaches. They've got stuff set up at coaches, GMs, all that stuff. It's gonna be. I can't yeah. wait to see how it all plays out. Well, I got a I got a question for you guys because I'm I'm interested. Obviously, living here in Texas, what do you guys think about the Jerry Jones comment about how he doesn't want anybody calling him? He's gonna handle the draft by himself. Is that new? What could go wrong? Uh, I mean, I, I would say some. You, you know, you have the rumors that people talked him out of. Like, you know, I wish they wouldn't have talked him out of the Johnny Manziel pick. Uh, you know, whenever that was back in destroying Cleveland Browns history, even the more. Dark ages. Like, had he just taken him? Hey, right. look for Cleveland. You'll always have draft day. That's true. That's true. No, I, I didn't hate Johnny. You know, it is what it is. I didn't Anybody hate him. Wanna... He just wasn't a good NFL quarterback, and. That's true. Any any moron with a podcast could see that. That's true. Was money uh, man's. What, what was the uh, the over under on us beginning the draft with Harry Connick Jr.? I'm pretty sure it was at zero. I don't think anybody <laughs> expected Harry Connick Jr. to be coming out here with a bunch of really cool paintings in the background and uh, you know whatever else. Singing a song. So, yeah. They had uh, they had Jennifer Hudson singing a song uh, just shortly before the draft broadcast. So. Isn't this footage the people greeting each other? Wasn't that from Italy? Uh, I don't know if this is right here. Maybe from New York. I can't tell from mm-hmm. the top of my screen. Just showing their Twitter handles. That's New York. Yeah. I know they did it in Italy. They had like a thing where they had set up uh, what's it called? Uh, you had a bunch of people like out on their balconies playing instruments and everything. They had like a big live concert thing kind of going on, like in the middle of an apartment complex. I, th- I thought that was actually pretty cool. Uh, when they did that. Well, we haven't really talked about the Gronk news. So since we've got time to fill, since the NFL draft's not going to start till eight o'clock, it feels like now. Uh, what do you guys think? Cause I'm not as sold on this uh, Gronk going to Tampa Bay. I think it's a good football. I think Matt, you said it, it could be a good football move. I don't think it's going to be a good fantasy move. I think it, all in all, it's going to end up hurting him, Godwin and Evans a little bit. And I don't expect Gronk to be kind of what he was even prior to the last year he was with the Patriots. Well, and the big thing, I guess, for me, too, if they don't end up trading O.J. Howard, which it sounds like they're perfectly fine if they don't, everybody – I thought they traded the Patriots. Howard? Yeah, did I misread did that? I could have swore it. Today? Oh, no, maybe I misread what was going on. The original – they, they traded him, but maybe I, maybe I am wrong on that. If they did it today, that would uh, that would be – 
Well, uh, they signed Marquise Lee today, but I didn't see them. Uh, yes, all that. As of 5.35, Schefter was reporting Jason Light claiming he was not looking to trade O.J. Howard. Okay. Yeah. And they didn't – if you're talking about in the Gronk trade, they for sure didn't. They traded a – No, yeah, yeah. I knew they didn't trade him in the Gronk trade. It was just the picks. Um. Anyway, it seems like they've said if they don't trade him, which you know now they're saying they aren't, maybe they didn't get uh, what they were looking for, uh, that they would be perfectly happy to roll him out in two tight end sets. And I was kind of wondering if they're not going to take somewhat of the approach of Gronk is our guy down the stretch and for what they hope is a Super Bowl run – and you see more O.J. Howard out there during, you know, September and October, which could make Gronk's actual ceiling even lower. Like, I'm in a league where we have Fab, and we have 150 for the year at reset in the offseason, just reset. Somebody's yeah. 100, 141 to get Gronk. Yeah. I'm I like, you better, hope, you better hope he's a tight end one for that, you know, because now you're, you know, you're betting a lot, and, I guess I was bummed a little bit too on the receivers because you know how high I've been on Godwin. Yeah, I, you I, know. I don't think it affects Godwin as much. I would think it affects Evans more. God, Godwin has that that yak ability where he can get the ball and he can make more out of it. I think it's going to affect Evans more. Not that he's a huge red zone target. It seems like he doesn't really score as many touchdowns. I feel like it's going to affect him and him and Gronk more than it does Godwin. I think Godwin's still going to end up being the one, and it's going to be more of Evans and again. If Gronk even does anything, I said, I'm not as big on this move as everybody. It's like, I'm glad him and Brady got reunited, you know, brothers once again, all that good stuff. But I don't think it's going to be that big for fantasy. Well, for me, I think it's just, there's only going to be so many targets to go around. And, you know, if they now are trying to use both tight ends and Brady historically has used a running back, you know, what, and we don't know what they're going to do. I had been stashing some Dare shares uh, on the hopes that you know maybe he would james white himself into usefulness right yeah but there's only so many to go around people were hyping grab go grab scotty miller because he's going to be the wide receiver threes you know the the token white guy that brady's going to throw to there's you know there's no there's no way 43 year old tom brady is sustaining everyone being oh, yeah piece. see that's what I was going to say. Like, I, the one thing I guess you could give Jameis Winston props on is, yeah, he did throw those 30 interceptions, but then he usually came back. He came back and threw 30 touchdowns. I don't know if Brady's going to have that many offensive uh, chances as the, the Buccaneers did, obviously, with what was going on with Jameis. So I I just I was curious to get your guys' thoughts on it. We hadn't really discussed it since uh, since it came down. And they said they they teased us on ESPN. They said Cincinnati wasn't going to waste any time. They were going to turn the pick in right away. What they didn't tell you is they have thirty minutes of pre-show to start the draft. Oh, yeah, I, know. I think we've all seen Doctor Fauci. God bless his heart. We yeah. see him every day. <laughs> I was hoping you know to escape reality and see. Oh, some I know. I'm ready for this thing to start. Like I said, I was. I'm hoping to make it through the whole draft, but golly, if this thing doesn't end till. <laughs> 11 o'clock because you know you know we're gonna have some technical difficulty somewhere and they're gonna hold up a pick for a couple minutes or something's gonna go on with some trade and i'm just oh gosh i just want this do, to be do they have 10 or 15 minute clocks in the first round it's 10 right 10 yeah it's they 10, cut it yeah. they cut it down i don't know maybe 10 or 12 years ago now 15 well, it's been a the while only thing we have going for us is usually the nfl likes to keep the first round in prime time and technically that would have been from 10 minutes ago until uh, it would be 10 o'clock your time. 
So, well, the bad thing I think is though too, just kind of like with the, what we saw with the last dance last uh, last Sunday is we're all creating sports so much this could go till two o'clock in the morning and there's still going to be millions upon millions of people watching because they want to know what happens. So that's yeah. where I think things could get interesting. Oh my goodness! I mean, I guess like, we could already talk about Burrow. How how bad would that be if we start talking about Burrow as a Cincinnati Bengal and then they pull the rug out from underneath us? No, they, so in the pre yeah, in the immediate pre-draft, they said the, yeah, they said he, the, the GM player. told them that they were picking Burrow, and that's why they weren't going to waste any time. They were just going to send it in. So it seemed like they, you know, with ten minutes before the twenty-minute pre-show, they were comfortable saying what we've all suspected for months. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I think Burrow is going to be a good fit there. There'll be a little bit of the hometown thing going, maybe kind of like uh, Bernie Kosar up in Cleveland, though uh, Athens is a little further from uh, Cincinnati than Boardman was from Cleveland. So if he goes in there and if, you know, there are some ifs. They need to shore up the tight end position. They need Jonah Williams to come back healthy. They could really use a cu- couple more linemen. You know, Billy Price has uh, crapped the bed at, at center coming out of Ohio State. Um, well, I thought that was their biggest problem last year when we talked about the Bengals preseason. I wasn't, you know, saying Andy Dalton's failed them. I said they have no line. I mean, look what happened to right. Mixon. Personal feelings of him. Yeah, Mixon was the NFL's Cam Akers. As a player, he, sh- you know, we all expected that he was going to put up good numbers. You know, they couldn't protect, they couldn't block for the run. No offense is successful if you can't do those things. Right, and they need to, and they need Mixon to not hold out AJ Green to be happy, you know, or those at least things- at least to play a snap. Right. They, uh, if those things, well, if AJ is going to be there. He, he needs to play, and he needs to play well. If he's not, though, you know, you've got Boyd, you've got Tate. You know, the rejuvenation of John Ross seems imminent. I so, John Ross. You know, he, he's uh, he's one of those sleeper darlings. Everybody's kind of stashing late in, late in drafts. And, uh, well, at least the it, Bengals are finally on the clock. Oh, very nice. Thank, thank God, finally. I don't know how I feel about these uh, CGI fans. Ah, you know, they had to do something. Was it just the fans on there booing Goodell just a minute ago? Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I I have the sound muted, actually. Yeah, I have my muted. All right, so I heard you guys were talking about, so assuming, well, I would assume A.J. Green stays. He's got the franchise tag on him. I mean, what do we think? Burrow, I know you guys were talking about his offensive line. The offensive line for Cincinnati was kind of struggling right there. Do you think that helps out the receivers, though, at all? I mean, Joe Burrow – showed that he is a very smart quarterback last year with LSU. I do think it's got to give some kind of upside to some of those wide receivers. And what do we think about Tyler Boyd and Auden Tate? Or is it just kind of maybe A.J. Green or just bought Tyler Boyd? What are your guys' thoughts on him going there and how it helps the wide receivers? Well, A.J. is the big unknown. You know, is he going to be there? Is he going to be healthy? And it's been – what a year and a half since he played because he went out somewhere in the middle of the 2018 season. So I think that's a fair question. I liked what we saw from Boyd. He seemed to do better when there was a more feature number one opposite him. Uh, Tate showed some good flashes. Dennis had been talking about John Ross showed some good flashes last year too. 
they have some talent. Yeah. What do you think, yeah. Dennis? Well, I, I think that uh, it, it all is going to revolve around their offensive line. You know, Burrow's mobile, but if he's running for his life, he isn't going to be able to uh, ha- have the time uh, to make the plays that you'd like to see from him. Uh, A.J. Green, you know, I, I like A.J. Green, and if he can stay healthy most of the season – He's definitely going to add to that receiving core. But I think after last year without Green, they have faith in Boyd and they have faith in Tate. And John Ross has started to come on since the last half of last season. And so I feel like th- that they are, they, they, they're comfortable with that. Uh, if they don't get Burrow or if, if Green is disgruntled, I think what they can't afford is they, they can afford to be without Green or they can afford to be without Mixon. I don't think they can afford to be without both of them. Yeah, so do you think Mixon's going to hold out? I mean, I, guess I don't think so. Whether we have training camp at all. So. I don't think so, but he's he's been squawking a little bit. I mean, I kind of don't blame him now. I would imagine he's not going to get paid. It's kind of one of the reasons why I was so big on uh, Rodney Anderson last year. I, I would imagine that if they get the chance to, they're going to move on from him. Like, he's been good. I, I like Joe Mixon, but you don't want to pay a guy who, has, as I'm sure you guys were both mentioning, has been injured quite a lot and really hasn't produced an elite season for the Bengals since he's been there. Yeah, we also talked about the fact they had no line last year. So, you know, that's why – I like the Burrow. I think it's well, and you saw his. He had some struggles. He had some. He was not a surefire start. He missed more games out with injury than Mixon did last year. Oh, that was a one-time thing. Saquon Barkley's a god. All right, he is a god. I guess my thought is, I like Joe Burrow. I think it's probably the right pick. If you're at number one, you're at number one for a reason. They need a franchise quarterback that can win a championship. I don't think Dalton has been the entire problem, but obviously we saw he's been to the playoffs quite a few times and not really been able to advance. Um, you know, he's not a bad quarterback, but he's not maybe an elite quarterback. But he wasn't their only problem. So Burrow's a good pick, right. but hopefully they follow that on with fixing some of their other issues. Yes. Have any, I mean, I guess it's, it's probably confirmed. And we're not going to have any fun till Detroit gets on the clock. It feels like I thought they weren't going to waste any time. We're already fine. Oh, no, they said they were going to turn it in right away. I got, he's just sitting there on the couch with mom and dad waiting for the phone call. We already know guys, come on. Like, seriously, well, let's plus, make- the NFL draft as a TV show has been on for 21 minutes and nothing's happened. Yeah. I'm glad these guys are all sitting by by the fire. So, you know, good on them. Hang on, is that, that a brown helmet on the uh on the the little blanket there on the couch with the Cincinnati Bengals logo too? Hey, that's their aspirational team. Uh, it's not much to aspire to be, but hey, I will take it. We'll take it. Oh, I'm trying to get this Debbie draft updated while we're waiting for what feels like ever for a freaking thing to get made here. I'm trying to get logged in on my phone so I can watch the draft. But you can't see it? Nope. Come on, Dennis. You got to have a TV in your room. No. You're in your man cave. 
Hey, uh, if he doesn't get logged in, though, that does, you know, Matt, maybe we need to open our own private chat to decide what we're going to tell them the picks are. I can see the picks coming up on the NFL network and online. I, I just can't see, like, the TV screen part of it. Well, they just put on they just put on Booger McFarland, so I'm going to say okay. you're not missing much. Yeah, I was going to say you're not missing much. I can promise you that. I mean, I'm not even listening to it, and I can promise you not. Booger McFarland's analysis right now: Joe Burrow is a good quarterback. You know, he he can throw the ball. That's what makes a good quarterback. Thanks, Booger. On to whoever's so did, next. Did you guys hear? I guess they said Peyton Manning passed on Monday Night Football, which was kind of sad. Do you think we end up with the same Monday Night team? Probably. They seem to love Booger, so I, I'm assuming he's not going anywhere. You know, who, who was it that uh, said uh, the only thing worse than being talked bad about is not being talked about at all? Yeah, yeah. A- any press is good press, right? Oh, man. This is ridiculous. Three minutes. All right, they're really going to drag this on, aren't they? Well, yeah. so – you know, the Bengals, yeah. they only have they only have the first they check every three or four it's years. Like that, it's like that failed trade for uh, AJ McCarron with the Browns a couple right. of years. They couldn't get it in in time. That's what's going on. It's like we can't have it's not working. Well, it kind of makes well, you wonder. Finally, in they figured it out. They unmuted the phone. They were able to talk to Roger Goodell. Oh yeah, I was like the pick is in. I don't see them officially. They're just playing old home videos of Chopper. They're yeah, playing that the, his Heisman speech right now, but I, I don't think they've announced it yet. My friend Derek says the Bengals IT guy is hard at work restoring their connections. Yeah. <laughs> Which was the team? Was it Detroit that said they were going to be in an RV in their parking lot? Oh, I know. It's it's ridiculous. Can you guys see that too, or is that just yeah. me when I put that phone there? Yeah. Okay. That was cool. Yes, we know, Paul. It's driving all of us crazy as well, I promise. Hey, that's what Paul looks like. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's like, <laughs> That is true, JJ. That's my buddy JJ, by the way, Texas Headhunter. Yes, that is true. That's what I said. We'll we'll stay up till two o'clock in the morning watching this stuff, even if they if they drag it out that long. Well, so ABC they, ABC was like, we ran out of episodes of uh, Grey's Anatomy because we can't film anymore. Oh, we got the draft, so they just plugged it right. Out. Did you see it's on the actual ABC network tonight? Yeah, so someone someone posted something on uh, uh, I think Facebook or Twitter or someone. I saw someone post something about it. Watch the Bengals come out and they pick. Who could they? How could who could they pick that would just like floor everyone? Tristan Wirfs. Tristan Wirfs. They do need offensive line help. Yeah, they do need. I mean, you'd be surprised, but you wouldn't be like questioning whether they were still like an organization. Yeah, yes, I would. Yes, actually. If what they if they, what if they pick like a running back? That would be the ultimate, like, we have no line. We have I – mean, If you're a Joe Mixon fan, you're probably happy. That probably means he's on his way out. But, all right, so here we go. So this is how they're going to do it. Roger I, like Goodell, so. I like how Roger had the montage of him in years past getting hugs. I think that's the part he's missing the most, his annual time to really feel the tactile love and appreciation of these players before they're in his league and really get to experience it. <laughs> Well, that's awesome for him, man. Seriously, as a as a former Buckeye and seeing everything that he he's gone through, I'm 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 happy for him, man. That's got to be pretty amazing experience to be the number one uh, number one. Pick. <laughs> so, for those of you who missed it, we kind of talked about it earlier here that we we think it could be a good thing for the Bengals' offense, but 
uh, Dennis and Matt both seem to agree that they really need to improve that offensive line before we want to dive too much into buying into the Bengals offense. If you're in a super flex draft, though, where are you taking where are you taking Burrow right now? Rookie startup. It's no, probably one or one, right? You're gonna take him as your pick. Well, I mean, you're talking super flex, right? A su- yeah. a, usually, if you're picking one on one at super flex, I mean, if it's a startup, you could have just lucked into that based on the the draft. But usually, if you're picking one on one and super flex, uh, you probably don't have the greatest quarterbacks. Or if you did, I would trade back to somebody who needs a quarterback. Quarterback. Well, okay, so we talked about how we don't know how much Joe Burrow is going to help this offense. How much does this help Joe Burrow, the player, though? What do you think he can be as a quarterback at the NFL level, knowing he does have talent around him? We, we obviously know the offensive line's not good. Zach Taylor did seem to have some pretty interesting play calls that time with Cincinnati. Obviously, they still were a bad team last year, but he's got the talent around him. We've seen what he can do with the talent around him at a place like LSU, which obviously had a decent offensive line last year. What are your guys' thoughts on Joe Burrow now coming in and the quarterback that he could be at the NFL level. Well, he comes in more mature than a lot of the quarterbacks. Uh, Being 24 years old already, he's had to deal with some adversity at Ohio State. Um, As a highly regarded recruit, but he couldn't make the climb there. Then he transferred. uh, Wasn't great at LSU his first year, and still – went out, fought, won the job. And last year he he produced at a very high level. So I think he brings a a level of maturity that some of these guys don't have when they first get to the league. Yeah. What about you, Matt? Yeah, I mean, he's in a situation where we know coming in, he's likely to be the clear cut starter. I mean, it seemed like they were ready to move on from Dalton last year, which is why they tried out Lindley and that didn't, uh, that didn't take. So he should be out there from day one. I think we saw what Daniel Jones could do even with a poor offensive line, poor defense, and at times a lack of weapons. And most of us seem to think Burroughs a potentially better prospect than that. So, uh, you know, from fantasy standpoint, Jones was pretty usable down the stretch. Uh, you know, on the flip side, you have disappointments. Like, obviously, we saw another rookie last year when he got a shot. Haskins didn't really give you a lot of fantasy goodness, didn't really pan out on a bad team. So I think some of it's just going to depend on the rest of the way Cincinnati's able to build. I think, you know, we said earlier, if Mixon holds out, if A.J. Green doesn't really come back, it's a very different situation if he's got those kind of good veteran pieces. And it seemed like one of the key reasons that they franchise tagged AJ green, a guy most of us assume was going to leave Cincinnati is because they wanted to ensure a high level of quality weapons for Burrow to give him the best chance to succeed. Obviously right. Zach, Zach Taylor, kind of a quarterback guy. So yeah. Redskins pick is in. So I can't imagine they're going to mess this up. Best player yeah. in the draft right here. So we got Nick uh, Joey Bosa, then Nick Bosa, then Chase Young. Who's the next stud yeah. Ohio State? I don't think there and, is one. Not one, not one. Not like one of those guys. I, I don't see it happening. It's going to be – you know, that's a, 
honestly what I'm I'm worried about seeing what's going to happen with that defense. I mean, obviously they brought back some guys, uh, the biggest one being Sean Wade coming back. I can't remember who the linebacker was that came back as well after uh, last year, but I don't think they're going to have any kind of defensive ends that, uh, that are going to be like those three guys. It's going to be an interesting thing to watch, assuming we have college football. I'm obviously hoping we do, but. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they have anybody on the roster that's going to compare to those three guys. And everybody says they think Chase Young's going to be better, which is going to be interesting. Because, I mean, Joey Bosa came out and had – I mean, I know he uh, – was it – well, it was his rookie year, he messed up his groin, right? He missed quite a few games or his foot, something like that. Joey, he had, yeah, he had a foot injury. Yeah, and then Nick came out. Nick was the one who had the groin injury. That's right, because he got hurt at that TCU uh, – God, that was – The core muscle, game. yeah. Yeah, but uh, he came out and had that – phenomenal rookie season and then to see if chase young can actually come out and do better i mean i actually think it's a great fit for that redskins defense you get a guy like jack del rio and ron rivera kind of being there coaching you up and everything they've got montez sweat on top of who's who's that other uh they took that alabama guy last year as well uh, in the first round and i can't remember who it was i'll have to look really quick i know they took an alabama player last year who did uh washington in the oh. first round, they took like one of the d- defensive linemen for. Yeah, I uh, think they took one of the defensive linemen. Because, like, I know I, I really like Sweat, but I know he wasn't their first round pick. They took someone uh, from Alabama in the first but round. I thought years. Haskins and Sweat were their two first round picks last year. Maybe, maybe they did. They, take Sweat. they got Haskins a little bit lower. Let's see here. Ha- Haskins at fifteen. Yeah. Jonathan Allen. Jonathan oh, Allen. Okay. That's who it was. See, so, I mean, they've got it. They're going to have a loaded defensive line, man. And that's going to be good for them, I think. You've got the Giants. You've got Saquon. Obviously, the, the Cowboys with Zeke. And who am I forgetting right now? They clearly do not matter to me at the moment. Who am I forgetting? Who's the Miles who else Sanders. Is Eagles. Miles Sanders. Oh, man, so that's my guy. How the fuck Clearly, it does not matter to you. Oh, that's my guy. I can't believe I forgot about Miles Sanders. Later, yeah. you're going to forget who Isaiah Hodgins is, and then we're going to complete this. No, that would never, so, never, never, never happen. I'm going to buy his jersey. I don't care what team he goes to. Obviously, I'm hoping he goes to this team right here. But if oh, he does. He's on the phone, so I'm assuming. Yeah, oh, yeah it's got to. If they didn't take Chase Young, I mean. Matt, are you watching the sound? What is that picture in the foreground? I would assume it's of someone who maybe passed away, maybe his dad or grandfather. I was just curious. He's actually doing something really cool. So I don't know. I, I listened to an interview that he did today. He actually has a like 50 foot projector or something outside of his house right now so that all of his friends and family can watch him get drafted live and, and kind of like with him, but they're outside the house because they're practicing the social distancing, which I thought yeah. was actually kind of cool to set something up like that. It's kind of neat. Yeah, they just announced it on Sleeper that he's he's the pick. I don't think they've announced it on TV yet, but I thought that's why they were showing him. But I mean, I don't know. I see. Like I said, I muted it just because I'm afraid it's gonna it's gonna be too loud over the. Yeah, I know. I have it muted too. I don't feel like we're missing a lot. No, I really don't either. Well, my, I, mock, I, my mock I, draft is hitting right now. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> everyone's mock draft. I think everybody's right first two is gonna be good. It's uh, here where it could get interesting if, uh, you know, Detroit's been trying hard to make a trade. This this is your team. What would you put the over-under on them making a trade here? I feel like if they were going to, they would have. 
I don't know. Miami might have gotten desperate now that Detroit's on the clock, and all of a sudden it's like, you know what? We got to make this happen. But Detroit's not taking a quarterback, and New York isn't taking a quarterback. So if Miami uh, wants a quarterback, don't know that he's not going to yeah. take a quarterback. Gettleman could be like, you know what? Competition's the best thing for Daniel Jones. I, I, We're I believe he's got Cole McCoy for competition. We're running the two quarterback wishbone guys. Right. And Saquon in the middle. We're just going to direct snap it. The quarterbacks are there to fake everyone out. So I, I think if, if Detroit trades out, it's for somebody that wants to get ahead of Miami and the Chargers for a quarterback. Uh, you know, may, Jacksonville maybe, you know, is Gardner Minshew the answer? Mm. You know, I've got my you doubt. You know, after they the put Raiders. That, that official picture of Gardner Minshew looking like the Tiger King calling him the Jaguar King, <laughs> it would be the most Jacksonville move to trade up to three and draft a quarterback. <laughs> like, we, like, we like Gardner as our Well, you know what? If he, if they really don't think he's the answer, I, I wouldn't blame him for doing it. If I'm being honest, like everybody says, you know, if, if you have a quarterback that you think can be your franchise quarterback, you make the move. Oh man, mm-hmm. Detroit's already almost off the clock. I had not realized it was already running. All right, so. I think as soon as it flips to say the pick is in, the other team's clock is started. Right. Uh, which hopefully is going to actually keep it going, even though it takes them a while to get everything going. Yeah. I'm going to be interested. I think this is where everything could start shaking up. I mean, I, I honestly think they should take Okuda or Simmons. Where, where would you guys lean? I mean, Dennis, again, you, I know you're the, the resident Lions fan here, and they did lose Slay, which uh, you would think bringing in Okuda can at least replace that a little bit. Dude was, as you know, legit last year in college. Did not have one uh, – like I can't remember what it was. He had zero, a 0% percentage completion against him or something last year in college football. Like he was ridiculously good. Yeah. So take Okuda to replace Slay or – do you get the all-around defensive weapon in Isaiah Simmons? Well, I think for Simmons, you have to have a defensive coordinator, defensive mind that that's Matt Patricia, un- baby, understands how to use a, a defense, a guy without a position. The and last, the last mock I saw on here suggested Detroit taking Derek Brown at three. What would you think about that? I don't think I'd take Derek Brown over over Okuda or Simmons, probably. I don't think it's – you know, he's definitely worthy of a high pick. Uh, he's, he's arguably the number one defensive tackle. So, you know, it's, it's hard to say. It, it felt a little early to me, too, seeing that. Yeah, I mean, I well, feel I'm like from a, from a talent perspective, it's probably Okuda. Yeah, I mean, everybody was saying that he. They all think that Brown should be a. He's a top five talent in this draft. So, I mean, I wouldn't be. He, yeah. I, maybe he goes to the Giants. I mean, we know Gettleman loves his his hog mollies, as he likes to call them. Well, the Giants, if they don't take an offensive lineman, should take a piece on defense because those are probably their two. Their defense. Well, I imagine they, they've got. I would imagine they got to take Isaiah Simmons. There's no way they don't, right? The Giants. I, I, the Giants, yeah. Well, the, the no, I got to take Derek Brown because that's who I uh, mocked to them. <laughs> All right, well, I, hey, I picked I picked him to take Tristan Wirfs. I thought they were going to try to actually help their Derek offense. Brown, or if they take Wirfs, that means Isaiah Simmons is falling, and then there's hope. You, I might break shit over here if I because ju- I will jump in joy if the Browns get Isaiah Simmons at ten. Probably not going to happen, but I, I, I am have, going to hold until I have Simmons until going at seven to Carolina. 
Yeah, yeah of course. I didn't want you to come in. You don't have to come in here and dash my dreams. They'll do it in real life anyways. You can just let me believe for a little but, bit. But, man, we, we need an offensive tackle more than we need Isaiah Simmons. I disagree. If we trade for Trent Williams after the draft is well, over, we don't need an offensive oh, tackle. Oh, look. Matt Patricia looks like he cleaned up his uh, beard for quarantine. Yeah. Oh, he's got it's nothing the opposite else. of what everybody else is doing. I know. Look, he looks, he looks pretty good there. Well, you know, happy. Know, look good, feel good kind of thing. He oh, knows he's there. We high. go. Jeff Okuda. It's a smart pick. Yeah. For my mock draft, it's the right pick. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it, in my opinion, it is. He he is. For me, again, I know it sounds probably to some like like a. Buckeyes homerism when I say this, I, I felt he was by far the best cornerback in the draft, and then it's a yeah. step down to everybody else. He is by well, far the best shut down cornerback. If you're thinking about so remember, Detroit started out pretty strong in 2019. Yeah. We were talking about them being better than their record. They got a couple of unfortunate breaks. If that yeah, game they, against Aaron Rodgers swings a little Chiefs, bit differently, you have you have a better shutdown, you're able to shut down some of those passers. It makes a it makes a move, you know, and I so Detroit's probably a team defensively they could have gone with any one of those three guys we were talking about Simmons, Okuda, or Derek Brown and had an impact on their defense. What are you thinking, Dennis? You you, you getting ready to order your Jeff Okuda Detroit Lions jersey? Uh, you know, I think I might. I think I might. So yeah, I need to I order me a. A Jerry Ball jersey, though. Oh, I, I guess I don't. I don't have a Jeff Okuda type body. Well, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's what I'm, I, I'm. I'm gonna get myself one, and I've decided it's it's gonna be whatever team Isaiah Hodgins goes to, unless it's Pittsburgh. If it's Pittsburgh or Baltimore, I can't do it. I might actually have to disown him if he goes to Pittsburgh or Baltimore. I can't. I, I can't root for him. I tried to get him to respond to you by uh, tagging. Uh, I saw that you tagged the, the article. you and posting his article. Man, I always feel bad about that stuff because we have we have to post negative stuff in there. So I'm sure those guys go in there and read it and be like, this little white dude's never played football. Like, he don't know what he's talking about. I'm just like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Hodgins. I didn't mean to write anything bad about you. Uh, Anthony Gordon's mom messaged me on Twitter. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she said he was – because I had put that he, he – I thought the second year, the year after his red shirt, I thought I had read that he uh, missed the season because he was injured. Uh-huh. And uh, I, so I put that in the article and uh, she met, she, she tweeted at me and she's like, Hey, he'd never missed any games because of injury. And so I was like, Oh, well let me go take a look. And I'm like, Oh, you know what? I, I'm not, I don't remember where I read that. So I fixed the article. Very nice. I asked if he'd come, if she thought he'd come on our show and she's like, well, his, this is, she gave me his agent's name. I'm like, uh-huh. no, I want, I want the mom card. I feel like yeah. we'd be more right, successful right. with the mom card. All right. So what's the most off the wall pick the Giants could make here for that would make us laugh? Bringing competition for Daniel Jones. And then they could be like, Hey, I mean, there's no way it happens, but they could bring him in and be like, Hey, whoever wins the battle, then we trade the other one, get a first round pick back. I don't now, know. I think he's smart enough to know you can't get you can't guarantee. I think the off the wall pick would be CD Lamb. Going wide receiver. 
Yep. Oh yeah. I mean, Although, it I mean, technically, it's not like they couldn't use a wide receiver. Slayton has some potential, but Shepard seems to have struggled staying on the field. Golden Tate not getting any younger. CD Lamb is pretty good. How would you feel about him as an NFL prospect if the Giants are his landing spot? I mean, I, I think I drafted good. Daniel Jones as the QB eight in the startup, so I'd be down well, with it. I know. I I mean, yeah. I think that's potentially good. I like. We still like yeah. Saquon. Well, I was gonna say what I mean. Look at what he did with Darius Slayton last year. And I don't want to say anything bad about Darius Slayton, Slayton, because he had a really good year. Ceedee Lamb is a lot better than Darius Slayton, so you get a true alpha wide receiver on that team. I, I would not think it's a bad move at all. Now, the one thing we don't know is what this offense is going to be like now with Joe Judge. They brought in, obviously, a whole new team. We don't know if they're going to throw it uh, as much. But Pat Shermer was more forced to do it, obviously, with the injury to Saquon and no real running backs to help out there. But I, I would be interested to see, oh, man, if they did that, I think it would be a great move. I would love for CD What do you mean no running backs? They signed Deion Lewis to back him up. No, I'm talking about last year. Oh, last year, uh, it was like what Wayne Gallman and yeah. Um, I mean, you could really still say they have no running backs if they signed Deion Lewis. Hey, come on now, he had a couple good years in New England, but uh, yeah, I'd rather him go to that New York team than the New York Jets because I don't trust an Adam Gase at all. If Adam Gase drafts CD Lamb, I will not draft CD Lamb. <sighs> See, and it's crushing me because I really love CD Lamb. Obviously, you know I'm I'm big on Team Lamb as a prospect, but yeah. I, and I appreciated what John told us, you know, about why he doesn't worry, even if the Jets are the place he ends up. But, oh boy, the Jets, I am, you know, I love the Le'Veon Bell and having to suffer through last year, having all my Le'Veon Bell shares after being dormant for a year, being basically dormant for a second year uh, was a lot. Uh I Lamb is still going to be my 101 if he goes to the Jets in the wide receiver core. That's fine. Uh, would would be 101 overall? No, no, no. My my wide receiver, receiver one. Oh, yeah. yeah, he'd still That's be right. my wide receiver one because I expect they'll have somebody new coaching next year. And or, if they don't I mean, have somebody new coaching, that means they're doing well. Gase ran the Broncos offense know. in 2013. When Peyton Manning set records, so no, Peyton Manning ran the Broncos oh, offense yeah. in 2013, and Adam Gase has rode his coattails. I don't think Gase has had an. I I saw a tweet today, and Gase's highest finish in yards or points was like 17th, and we're talking like 10 years. It isn't like just a, oh one or two seasons, you know. Adam yeah, I, I, I would. I say that's more Peyton Manning. If you really go back and look at everything, all Peyton Manning. I mean, I know he had the one good year with Tim Tebow, or they had the playoff win that year. But I, I just, uh, I I'm not going to say that. If look, I'm obviously repping the Timmy T right here, yeah. but uh, I wouldn't say that was a good offense. If you watched it, there were a lot of fun uh, fourth quarter reversals. You know. Uh-huh. But for three and a half quarters, those games were, uh, even as a Broncos fan, borderline unwatchable. Well, and that, because most Adam Gase games are borderline unwatchable from everything I've seen. Don't I know it? I watched a lot of Jets last year because of my Le'Veon shares. All right. Well, the pick is in for the Giants, so I guess we're going to find out what to do. And that's All right. where- last guess, I'm going Werfs. 
It's got. I'm going Simmons. I think it's got to be Simmons. Uh, Derek Brown. All right, right, so we're split. Watch him not pick any of those. One, yeah, one of us is going to be right, or there's going to be a lot of laughter. It's going to be wrong. All right. Well, then I guess this is where things are really going to start getting interesting. Does Miami actually go Justin Herbert over Tua? Or, you know, what if Miami picks a lineman? I mean, I I don't think it'd be a bad move. I, I guess it really kind of depends on what you think about Jordan Love. Jordan Love's a guy that everybody talks about is going to fall late. So if you can grab yourself an offensive lineman now, maybe take Love with your other one of your other first round picks. I guess it really just kind of depends on what they what they feel on those three guys. I I like Love, but then you know I was watching some of the pre draft stuff. There's a lot of people who don't at all. They they I don't think he's the next Patrick Mahomes like some are saying, but I do think he has a chance to be a really good quarterback. Uh, so I'll be. It'll be interesting. I, I think if they could grab a guy like Becton, or assuming worse doesn't go here, or an Andrew Thomas, and then bring in a guy like Love later on with their second or, or third first round pick, I think right then it's a smashing success. Or what if they go and get Dennis's guy, Jalen Hurts? Oh God, I don't know about that. If they did that, I think Miami fans would be crying all over the place. That's just my opinion. Look, Miami fans wanted the Alabama quarterback. They just, you know, they got one from 2018 and not – or 2017, I forget. How long has Joe Judd's been living in New York? Looks like all of like five minutes. He looked uh, really nonplussed in that newspaper piece too. Oh, really? Or, yeah, they were or in the they were showing a picture. I don't know if you're watching on ESPN. He's kind of sitting there with his dog. No, I, I just I was glancing. I'm trying to create our Debbie draft for the for the Kotor league since we finished up our auction today. I'm in the middle of of multitasking at the moment. I know I got a few dollar players that are going to be okay, but I have some deep regrets on my oh, 70, so 75 out of 100, 300 dollars on Broncos players. The, the more that I've been looking at my roster, I was like, man, I decided to go really heavy on some of my guys that I like, like the Hakeem Butlers of the world that may not even be starting, and it's going to be really hard to fill out a starting lineup. All right, let's see here. None of us got it. <laughs> Andrew, wow. Are you wow. serious? Okay, so here we go. Giants well, of our offensive line, Giants Thomas was the guy the Dolphins were supposedly looking at at five. Andrew Thomas. Andrew yeah. Thomas. Oh, I. You know what? I had Andrew Thomas going to the Giants until about four o'clock this afternoon. Andrew Thomas. Oh, I mean, I get it. He was phenomenal at. Oh man! All right. I wish I had Twitter up right now to see everybody freaking out about that. So. That's actually who I thought the Browns were going to get. So I'm a little disappointed in that, although my Isaiah Simmons hope is alive for a little bit because I don't think the Panthers will take him. I think they'll go Derek Brown if, if Derek Brown falls to him. So I, I think there's a realistic shot Isaiah Simmons might fall to the Brownies now, and I'm, I'm getting a little bit excited. Well, to, to quote our girl Ashley EMT, fuck the Giants. Well, I mean, oh, man. Again, this is kind of funny because this is the exact same thing that happened to everybody last year, right? Nobody thought they'd go Daniel Jones at 10, and they didn't. It just kind of like shocks the whole uh, shocks the whole draft world. All right, so, I mean, that's a good thing for Saquon, though, right? Are, say, anybody with Saquon shares, you're super excited right now. Probably a little bit more excited if you're – Dennis, you said you you have a couple shares there of Daniel Jones. It's got to make you feel a little bit better oh, yeah. getting a guy like 
Andrew Thomas there, who he is probably one of, you could argue, he's in the he, argument. For the he best was tackle. one of the top four, yeah. you know. So yeah. it, it just, it much like the top three running backs, it just comes down to how you want to slice and dice it. So it Thomas at four is not a reach. So I... I just didn't know where to stick Derek Brown as I looked. I kept fighting. I, I went back and forth and back and forth. I still think he might go to the Cardinals at eight. Okay. On the Again, plus side, nobody. Why is yeah. Gettleman wearing a mask in his own house? Because he's got an IT guys over. Uh, does he have an IT guy over? Nah, I'm, I'm just making <laughs> shit up. He, look, he looks like he's by himself. <laughs> <laughs> you missed it, Matt. You missed it. Gettleman putting on a uh, mask to protect himself alone in his own house. <laughs> Isn't that the most Gettleman thing of Gettleman things to do? Maybe he's not alone. Maybe that's what he was trying to show us. Oh, man. That is uh, that's awesome, I guess. I mean, I'm happy for any of my giant shares. Not at all what I expected them to do. So then what are we thinking now? What are we thinking Miami is going to do? Well, or I guess here, I'll put it to you this way. What would you do if you're Miami right now with the way the draft board has fallen? Already got Andrew Thomas off the board. There's been all that talk here the past day that you got four or five tackles or offensive linemen are going to go off the board here probably in the first ten picks. Do you go offensive line like you said earlier, Matt, or you just go and you take your quarterback and see what happens with the rest of the draft? Well, Dennis, I think, was the one that thought they'd go offensive line. I, In my mock, I picked Herbert, but I I think they're going to take Tua. Well, I had, and, I had Andrew Thomas mocked to the Dolphins, and so I'm going to pivot to another offensive uh, lineman and say they go Werfs. Yeah. Gonna st stick sure. with mine. Dolphins don't draft a quarterback this year because they're going to build from the inside out so that they're stronger for long. I just, I just feel like for two years we've been hearing that the Dolphins are essentially tanking for Tua, and yeah. unless they really believe that his medical situation is not solid, it feels like I, you know, offensive tackle, I don't fault your logic, and I don't think that would be a bad pick from a team-building standpoint. My question is whether Dolphins fans are going to get restless. I mean, ownership has come out and said it, though, right, that they're giving Brian Flores, who I think obviously did a phenomenal job last year with, with what he did with that team that they were clearly trying to rebuild, said, hey, it's going to take us a couple years to get to where we want to go. So I, I – the Browns did this, and that's where I don't think it'd be a bad thing if they did what Dennis was saying. The Browns decided not to take uh, Carson Wentz that year. Who was it? When Miles Garrett came out. Yeah, yeah Wentz. Wentz, Wentz and Goff, Wentz. they didn't take either one of them. Well, yeah, but they passed on them. But then the year of uh, – what's it, though? No, the year that Miles Garrett came out, they didn't – was that that year? I didn't think so. I think they took Miles Garrett number one overall when everybody thought they should go quarterback. Right. And, and Dorsey and them were like, no, we're going to build – the team around it and then bring the quarterback in last. So I don't think it'd be a bad thing if Miami did that again. I really do think it depends on what you think about the quarterbacks in this draft though. If you have high grades on multiple guys, you've got three picks. I hate to say it, but at this point you've got like what, maybe two other teams that you're thinking may take a quarterback. And I don't think they're taking any early. You might have the, in my opinion, you have the ability to take a 
player that's going to help the rest of your team take a quarterback later. That's just what I would do. Well, the pick is in. So, so Dennis went uh, Werfs. I, I think I'm going to go with Tua as my final guess. What about you, Matt? I'm going Herbert. Let's just let's just keep going different from everybody. See if anybody gets it right. Well, Herbert, Herbert, Herbert helps my published mock, so I'm not well, going to be hurt either way. <laughs> so it's really I mean, Herbert's my guy, man. I, I I think he's got the highest ceiling in this class, and I know a lot of people disagree with that, but I don't think Oregon did anything to help him. Uh, when he was in college, I think if he gets onto an NFL team that's going to build the offense around him, he is going to surprise a lot of people. I think if they pick Herbert, Miami fans may be upset about it at first because I think they're so sold on Tua. But once Herbert starts playing with them and everything, it has. It, it's sad to say that the wide receiver. Not I don't want to talk ill of like Devontae Parker and then, but these guys are going to be like ten times better than any wide receiver Herbert's ever had in his college career. And then you got a guy like Mike Kosicki. If they end up taking a running back today or tomorrow that's going to be, be more for the most part better than any running back he's ever had at Oregon as well. And he had Royce Freeman who did not turn out to be anywhere near as good as we thought he was going to be coming into the NFL. But I think he's going to have a better team around him than he's ever had uh, in his entire career. I think he, he would really shock a lot of people. He's the guy I honestly think in a couple of years, I'm going to be, you know, toot my own horn about how right I was about him and how wrong everybody else was. They keep showing Tua. Is Justin yep. hurt? Oh, and he's getting a phone call. Yeah, he Who took, is? They took Tua. They took Tua. He's on a he's on a phone. Yeah, it's Tua. They announced it. He get, they got Tua. All right. Oh, they, so they did announce it. Oh, yeah, yeah. On ESPN, yeah. they did. What I'm watching, yeah, they they announced I, that it. Uh, I it's was Tua. Uh, sending a high quality baby Yoda meme to my coworkers. <laughs> All right, so we know it's Tua now. So what are we thinking? Because, I mean, I've already been open and saying that I think Herbert's the best quarterback. Nothing against Tua. I think he is good. What they're showing on TV right now with all of his injury histories is my biggest thing that I'm worried about. He, Granted, he's looked phenomenal when he's been out there and phenomenal when he's playing, but he, he, it's not just one or two injuries. He suffered a lot of injuries in his college year, one at least every single year. That does worry me coming into the NFL, especially – with what we've heard Nick Saban say here the past couple of days, that he, from what he said, it reminds me a lot of RG3. He's not smart sometimes when it's time to throw the ball away. He needs to learn to protect himself and stop trying to make the big play and get down or throw the ball away, which is kind of what we saw out of RG3. Now, RG3, obviously, slider frame was more of a runner than Tua is, but that part of the game does worry me. What are your guys' thoughts now about Tua officially landing in Miami? Uh, I think it's a great pick. I. I can't fault it whatsoever. Uh, I think he's a good leader. He's my quarterback one in this class and rightfully should go as the quarterback one. Uh, I just tried to do something a little different with my mock, take a little different approach with the amount of picks the Dolphins have over this year and next year. I felt like you know they could play a little riskier with the quarterback talent that was coming out next year uh, and still be able to to land a top quality quarterback uh, after spending another year building the team. But if you know, guy, you get him. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think for the dolphins, we've heard this tank for two, a strategy for two years. I think we also saw the dolphins are a team that can be comfortable and competitive and even fun to watch with Ryan Fitzpatrick. So there's not a lot of pressure. Uh, You know, if you're at all worried, you baby him, you don't have to throw him out there right away. The dolphins showed that they could be competitive 
with the team they had last year. And we, I think we all think they've taken a few steps to improve already this offseason uh, with what they've splashed out there. They still have two more first-round picks. I'm actually going to go back and say, based on what we just saw, two is my 101 in Superflex now. Interesting. Okay, so Tua over over Joe. Why I might agree with you on that, I think this is huge, huge news for Dennis's guy, Preston Williams. If Preston Williams can bounce back from that ACL injury, I think that's going to be huge for him. If you have Preston Williams uh, in a dynasty league or a startup, did you grab him in our Debbie one, Matt? No, but I got it in that super flex startup that I was doing right before gotcha. we started Debbie. Uh, he he was you know I had taken Sutton and Gallup and um, I'm missing one of the receivers and Williams was my wide receiver four. We were talking about how gotcha. we liked all that. So and I have pick 106 in that rookie draft. So I'm curious what I'm going to start doing. Uh, but you know I like I guess why I'm I would flip now. I think we all thought Tua when healthy is potentially a more dynamic talent. And I think Miami, especially with uh, the coaching situation they have and what they've been building is a better organization than Cincinnati. No offense, Cincinnati. Are you going to alienate our Cincinnati fans, Matt? Way to go. Well, if those, if those jerseys you're wearing didn't do it, then uh, that, that might. Aren't they blood rivals in state rivals? Yeah, I mean, I don't really have any issues with the Bengals. I'll root for them when they're not playing the Browns. I don't really – I like Cincinnati. I mean, I, I really have it. The only teams I truly hate in the NFL, there's three of them. It's the Pittsburgh Squealers, those dirty birds up in Baltimore, and then in all honesty, the Denver Broncos because of what John Elway <laughs> That's about they, it. They, you know, uh, Denver Twitter replayed the entire last uh, – the drive – today on uh and i found myself watching it over and over again you know, i'm sure you did good for nine, you 98 sure. yards in victory hey okay so we have a couple of minutes i'm gonna pose this it did i thought some people made a compelling case that the chargers seem to be building uh, an offense line thinking that they might be getting to a mm-hmm. maybe they're not that sold on herbert they made inquiries about moving up to number three if they don't take a quarterback here, do we see them reverse course and not do the Tyrod experiment and possibly take either Newton or Jameis Winston? You know, what's interesting is I've heard a lot of people talking about how Cam would be the perfect fit there. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if they would, if they do. I mean, in my opinion, see, here's the worst part about everything going on. I think it is, it's affected a guy like Cam more than it would anybody else because there's no way for them to really – I know he's, I guess, gone and gotten a physical from like a, a personal doctor, but I feel like no team is going to trust that they're going to want their team doctors to take a look at him. And so I, I do think a, a guy like Cam would be a perfect fit in Los Angeles, but I don't know if they take the shot on him. What do you think, Dennis? I, I think they're going to have to if they don't take Ter- Herbert. Uh, but then again, Herbert could slide. We we could see a big slide for him. There could be people who are, you know, a lot of the league either has quarterbacks or they're not sold on him. And if Herbert has a big slide and, uh, you know, maybe you they, know they come up late in the first and get him. I hope that he does because you know what I hope happens? I hope Herbert slides right in to pick 23. And he is going to be the next goat of the NFL. Twenty year run. So uh, you Belichick. know what? It's, 
seventies as a head coach. Herbert's going to win seven rings and be the great quarterback. Uh, it's funny that you say that. My uh, my my boss and my friend, uh, her husband, diehard Patriots fan. We have our uh, teams chat going for the NFL draft for our fantasy league for work. She yeah. said her hus- husband was calling Herbert to the Patriots, and I said they had to probably go up to three to get him, but maybe not. Maybe they could get him at thirteen if the Chargers go another way. I mean, I'd love, I'd love it. I think Herbert would fit in there perfectly. He's just – I would say – I don't want to compare him to Tom Brady, like, playing-wise, but, like, his personality – But making, you're going to anyways. He per, No, no, I mean, like, personality-wise. Like, he'd fit perfectly in there because you know he's that guy when he's not going to come out and say anything controversial. He's going to come out there, and he's always been a team guy. He's not a guy that loves to go out there and give all these extra interviews and everything, and the pick is in for the Chargers. Like, I, so I – if Oh, my goodness, that would be – it would be a wonderful thing if he sure could land no, no, no chance for you now. He's gone to. They took so, him. Yeah, the Chargers. All right. Hey, I'm happy with it. I really am. I, I talked about this on the Debbie Delight podcast. I thought this would be a perfect fit for him because I do think that they'll let Tyrod Taylor start the year and he's going to get Baker Mayfield again this year uh, by Justin Herbert. I think once Justin Herbert kind of gets caught up, the kid is extremely smart. Uh, he held a 4.10 GPA throughout his entire year in college. He won the academic Heisman and in college last year. He's a really good kid. I think it's a great fit. Add in, he now is throwing to Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, and Hunter Henry. Oh, oh, oh man. Justin Herbert, 1-1 in Superflex rookie drafts. I'm telling you right now. Forget about Tua. Don't even draft him in the first round. Justin Herbert all the way. What do you guys think? I think you're drunk. No, it's just Dr. Pepper. Maybe some whiskey here a little bit. Still pretty early on. <laughs> what do you think, Matt? Herbert going to uh, Herbert going to Los Angeles. What's your first thoughts on it? Oh, my first thought is uh, not a big Chargers fan, uh, but I, I, I think you're, I think you're definitely right. I don't think any of us, you know, unless it was Tua and he was medically able to. Play. I don't think anyone thought Tyrod Taylor was the long-term solution or even likely to take a, you know, to play a 16-game season. Now, if he comes out hot out of the gate with that team and they find some magic and they're in the playoff, you know, and they're in a playoff run, maybe, maybe we're wrong. Maybe he does stay in there. But I think, you know, the Chargers. Are you guys watching which, ESPN right now? That's yeah, beautiful. I'm watching. Let this just marinate. Look at that. Uh, Dennis, I don't know how you can hate this kid, man. He's magnificent. I, can I don't we all reflect him. on those uniforms? Or I, I think I never happened. Like on this podcast because he knows how much you hate him. Like he's like Matt. I know how much you love me, bro. You're such a good guy, but that Dennis guy, man, he just I can't, I can't, I can't get on there. Well, there are days where it's just you and me and Tony. So that's well, that's the day we're going to invite him on. I'm like, look, the math, we love you, Justin. Come on. Uh, you know, I think the Chargers when they when they said they were letting go from Rivers, you had to feel that they had some kind of plan that they were going to take a quarterback here. They've stayed away from uh, high-profile free agents that seem like they would be a decent fit. They're going into, allegedly going into that new stadium where they need to kind of build some fans and stuff. Nothing does that more than taking a fran- you know a franchise quarterback. And the fact that Herbert played at Oregon probably means West Coast fans are familiar with him or more familiar with the Pac-12. Pac that might actually be a bigger benefit to where their fan base resides. If, if, they, if they ever get into their own stadium. 
That's true. That's going to be the worst part about it right there, as you just said. There's going to be more road fans at this new stadium anyway. So you're going to have like five Herbert jerseys out there and then, you know, 5,000 Broncos jerseys sitting in the stands. But, uh, no, nah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled for the kid. He's gonna, I, I really do think he's going to be a, a franchise QB. I know a lot of people are not as big on Herbert. He was definitely inconsistent. I can't argue with that, but I, I love Herbert. From everything I've seen of him on film, I'm telling you, I, I, I'm going to pull the old Mel Kuyper right now and be like, we should all quit if Justin Herbert doesn't succeed in the NFL. That's, that's how strongly I feel about Justin Herbert. I will cancel this podcast. I will pass it on to Matt and Dennis here. We'll no longer be here if Justin Herbert fails. Give me 20 years to figure that out, and then we'll call well, it. You might not be on the microphone, but you're definitely going to still be producing it. Well, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> that, that's fine. Makes it a little bit easier on me. All right. So the Oh, okay. So the Panthers pick is in. All right. So what are we thinking? As, I mean, I know, Dennis, you were talking about you, – you, you thought that Isaiah Simmons would fall, so he's fallen. Yeah. Do the Panthers go Isaiah Simmons here? Do they take Derrick Brown? Because uh, I, I know – People they, have mocked Eric Brown here. Both of them, both of them, I think, fit that defense. Uh, I think with Luke Keekley retiring, I feel like Simmons is their guy. What about you, Matt? What do you think? I mock I went with Simmons. It feels like it's gonna be real tough for the Panthers to pass up on a talent like Isaiah Simmons. You know, they obviously just had yeah, you know, Keekley retire. They need somebody who's gonna be kind of a heart of the defense. They need defense. They need uh, to make some kind of a splash. I think they've done a lot of their signings on offense and they've done trades on offense. I think they're going to do a little bit like what we saw with Tampa last year where, you know, they go defense early in the draft. Well, I'm going to go Derek Brown. I mean, their, their run defense was just atrocious last year and Derek Brown fixes that right then and there with that pick. So I, I think they're going to, part of that is in all honesty, my hope that, Isaiah Simmons continues to fall because the Browns are right around the corner. But I, I do think they're going to go Derek Brown. And, and a lot of the mock stuff that I was doing, that's where I always kind of thought he would go. I did think Simmons would go, would have gone earlier. But I do think they'll end up going Brown here and kind of help out that defense. So while we're waiting for the pick to be uh, announced officially, so what do you guys think this means for Cam now? We were just talking about him possibly being a good fit for the Chargers. They take Herbert. I mean, does Cam even end up on an NFL team this year? What do you guys think? Not until somebody gets hurt. What about you, Dennis? You agree with that? Well, what what are his options right now? Washington? I mean, no, uh, I don't think he goes to Washington. I, well, yeah. I'm, I'm just – Washington, Washington, New Washington's England. probably his best shot. Well, so – there, there's an interesting one. I think we've many of us are now assuming New England's going to take some kind of quarterback here and try to have a young competition. But that that would, from a, like a fantasy and a possibly being interesting scenario, Cam going to New England would be the best. Washington, yeah. I think if Washington was going to do something, they probably already would have done it. I, I don't, you know, Daniel Snyder was huge in them getting. Dwayne Haskins and to be fair I don't know if we saw enough of a shot to just wash him out so you know I, I could tough. see if uh, you know if, if Ben struggles in camp I could see them bringing in Cam Newton if he if it turns out that they start and he's just not throwing like he needs to Oakland maybe we were just talking about earlier then possibly pre- replacing Godna. Well, Fournette's four, four stumping for him, so 
I actually think if Jacksonville signs one of the free agents, it feels like they're more likely to go for Jameis. All right. Well, oh, I thought they were about to yeah. announce the, the the Panthers pick right there. Oh, I, I mean, you, buddy. is 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 Goff going to hold on to that job in LA? I think just paid him, didn't they? I thought they paid him like two years ago. They did. There, I think that. I honestly think it would be probably too cost prohibitive uh, for them to go get one of the veterans at this point in time. Old Matt Rule. I'm excited to see what he does with Carolina, man. I really like that guy. I really like what he did with uh, with Baylor. What do you guys think about Rodney Anderson going there? I, I kind of feel like that's a bad fit for that offense. I think that hurts Curtis Samuel more than probably DJ Moore. What do you guys think? Uh, yeah, I think it probably hurts Curtis Samuel more because it seems like they make that move because they wanted Robbie Anderson to come in and be a compliment to DJ Moore. Well, maybe, but then then you move Samuel inside. Oh well, the pick is in. At least I know who they're picking. He becomes a slot guy. We'll wait for this to happen. So you know, if he, Samuel becomes the gadget guy. Let's go! Isaiah Simmons is falling. So Derek Brown goes to the Carolina Panthers. It's a good so pick, I, man. I, I like it. I so really do. You, what if the Cardinals take Simmons? Or do you think yeah, the Cardinals draft- have to go offensive lineman? They Kyler Murray's gonna die. Like that kid was running for his life. They, last don't, year. they don't have to do anything. They Kyler do. Murray, Kyler Murray, who's the one that's going to die, has spent the last month campaigning for CD Lamb. They don't have to do anything. Okay, fine. They can take CD Lamb. Cardinals been a cardinal. They're the ones that took two franchise quarterbacks in a row. I don't, I don't think there's no it, Cleveland has to trade up, I think, to get him at this point. And I don't think they're going to do that. They're not going to trade up two spots. I don't think Arizona takes him. I don't think he passes Jacksonville, though. There's no way. Like, if I were Jacksonville, I'd probably take C.J. Henderson to replace uh, – uh, my goodness, why am I forgetting his name? Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey and A.J. Bowie both, both have left. They need, they need a cornerback now badly. C.J. Henderson, in my opinion, is the next best under Okuda. But, I mean, if you got Isaiah Simmons sitting there, he's, in my opinion now, with Derrick Brown gone, the best defensive player on the board, I think you have to take him. Or do the, to... uh, the Jaguars go some kind of defensive lineman? Because there obviously doesn't look like Yannick Ngakwe is coming back. Yeah, but who? I mean, I would think that Derrick Brown would have been the best fit for them. I'm trying to think. Uh, I guess I could pull up my – I had a little list here. i got to find it now. I saw some mocks where they take Kinlaw. So oh, Kinlaw, Kinlaw, yeah, I, I would actually—that's who I was projecting them to take. But then again, I already had Simmons off the board and all these. Where with, with Simmons' versatility, I think is what I think. Dennis, you were the one who said it earlier. Like it's going to be interesting because you do have to have a smart defensive mind with you when you get a guy like Simmons because he is so versatile. And a lot of people keep saying that that actually hurts his his value in a way because he can play all over the field. Where are you going to put him? I don't know if they have that in Jacksonville. I can't even think of who their defensive oh. coordinator is off the top of my head. Golly, the Cardinals already picked. I like it. But, so let's say the Cardinals take Makai Becton and Jaguars take Simmons. Do, do the Browns trade back? Do the Browns take no, – The Browns But I feel like I mean, Wirfs fits Arizona so good, though. I don't know. I forgot Wirfs and Wills are still there. I mean, Wirfs, Will, so I, yeah. Thomas was Thomas was my third, and he was the one that I kept projecting to the Browns because I thought 
Becton and Wirfs would already be gone. Well, I don't think both of them go. So you have now, because Thomas went earlier, one of those guys is going to fall. It's possible that the next two teams take tackles as well. I mean, the Jaguars can't, you know, they can use some help blocking. We all just talked about the Cardinals if they want Kyler yeah. Murray to work. Could, and that would be your path to Simmons falling to you is that both those teams go God, agree so and take Werfs and Wills. Because so say that Cardinals take Becton here and then Jacksonville takes Kinlaw, I'm gonna be so torn because I would have loved I, there's in my world there was no way Werfs falls to Cleveland. So now Werfs is there and Simmons is there. What do you do? Like I'm gonna be well, happy with So but, if, if Werfs and Wills are you know if Werfs and Simmons are both there and the, the Browns go Simmons, don't you think the Jets jump up and take Werfs? Maybe who's I can't see I need to pull so the Maybe it's the receivers that start cascading down. You know, we thought receivers were going to go. And Tampa Bay seemed like they really are sold on needing to get a tackle. I saw Thomas mock to them a lot at 14, so they got to be kind of sitting there going, okay, what? uh, Man, you thought, wow, Steve Keim is adopting Cardinal Red as his skin tone apparently. (laughs) (laughs) See that video? That's skin blossom. Yeah, Yeah, I just saw that. All right, let's see here. I'm trying to pull up. All the, right, here they go. Cardinals coming. No, the Jets don't have to trade up. They're right after Cleveland, so they that's could take worse. They could take worse. And then it's the receivers that slide. But your man just went, so. Fuck. Okay, well, there we go. Now I, I guess I don't have to be mad anymore. I, I cannot be excited anymore. Damn it, man. Two picks away. Two picks away. All right, well, it still leaves Becton and Worth, so I'm – Somewhat excited as a Browns fan that we get we're going to get our offensive tackle. Uh, I mean, hopefully now I guess Worfs. I'm really going to be interested to see what Jacksonville well, does. Worfs is is uh, I would say to the early part seems to be a, a big faller because a lot of mocks and a lot of people seem to think he going to be the first offensive yeah, lineman. Yeah, off we'll see that. Good old Dave Gettleman fucking everything up. Going Andrew Thomas. Like, look, I, I love Andrew Thomas. I was excited about him being a Brown. Worse is better. I, I don't see it. I really don't. So I'm so, about it. So who do you think Jacksonville takes? Do you think they I go mean, now, this, do you think they really go Go Becton or Kinlaw. Like if Worfs goes now, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna walk away for a couple minutes. I'm gonna need to calm down because I feel like Simmons was falling and now Worfs is right there. Like I, I just oh man, it would, I can't, I can't, I can't suffer that much heartbreak. Hey, What's buddy. up, buddy? Hmm? Yeah, that will uh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, Twitter and Facebook. All right, Paul. We'll see where, where do you think? The, who do you think trades up, or who do you think they trade down with? Since you think it's a trade. Well, I no. Oh, you're talking about that. You can answer too, Matt. He he posted. He thinks it's definitely a trade spot. What what do you think? Who's who's well, a good place to trade up? So Denver had talked about going to either nine or ten. I, my feeling was if Denver trades up, it's either going to be with Jacksonville here or it's going to be with Cleveland at ten. If neither of those happen, uh, then. And you know, I if they trade it up now, I honestly don't know if they trade up and take a wide receiver, or if seeing those tackles fall, you know, uh, there's there's a lot of talk about 
I, I think I posted to you guys, I almost felt like the Broncos were trolling themselves by putting up their last five yeah, first, first round picks. I can't, you know, you should not have any graphic that includes Paxton Lynch that you're hyping your team about. Right. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of talk that Bowles is in open competition with Elijah Wilkinson right now, who is like an ERFA, who was our swing tackle. That doesn't seem like a great sign. The big hope for Bowles was that last year with Mike Malarkey in there, they were going to get it done. Left tackle is important. If you Denver believes they have their franchise quarterback, we have a decent running situation. We have a true number one wide receiver. It's a deep enough class. You could get impact players in the second and third round. You know, With Werfs falling, if they went up, I would think they might be tempted to go left tackle it's not the sexy pick but it would definitely be a beneficial same reason that you want them to follow the cleveland right. one because you know yeah, if you can't block you can't do anything yeah yeah exactly and and paul meant that he thought arizona was a good spot and i'm with you paul i wish someone would have traded up like denver and taken an offensive tackle so then isaiah simmons could have kept falling but that did not work out for me at all well, the Jaguars pick is in, so they did not trade. So, so far, you know, that the Vegas over under was five and a half trades in round one. I said way under. I said we'd be lucky to get to three. I think, you know, unless we have a flurry of trades in the back end, a lot of people thought there were going to be trades up into the top. And it's, you know, so far it's not happening. Yeah, I mean, I you we heard a lot about that though here leading up to this. That a lot of people thought because of it being the virtual thing and them feeling like with everything going on, it may be a little bit harder because you have to get different people on different phone calls to confirm different stuff, then call the other team back. Then it might be harder to make the trade ha- trades happen. I still think there's probably a couple, but I I could be wrong. Were there a lot of trades last year? I don't remember there being a, a ton in the first round last year. Now, there's usually always one or two, but not. it doesn't feel like. I I thought I heard something today that like over the past 10 years or something, the average has been five or six. Really? See, I did not think think that. In the first round, though? Traded first round picks. I don't know if they were necessarily on the clock. Yeah, Yeah, so I mean, like we we technically have – at least five traded first round picks before we even start because Dolphins have three, Vikings have two, Raiders have two. So there's there's at least a, a group that were traded before we even started, if that's kind of what the metric that they're going off of. Matthew Strangler oh, is dying in D, DQL because the uh, Panthers passed on Simmons. Who's dying in there? Matthew Spangler. I oh, was surprised too. Man. Simmons seemed to be the uh, – the almost universal the last few weeks landing spot for or the pick for the Panthers with him being there. I'm, I am a little surprised they passed. Come on already. I agree. I got it. Chris Hemsworth, Netflix movie. Cool. Don't you just Thor? Hey, I like it. looks awesome. I'll probably watch it one day. I want to know who Jacksonville picked because the Browns are on the clock. I need to know this stuff. Uh oh, I'm not sure I would trust Kirk Cousins holding those kids. He might throw one away. Oh, come on now. That's not nice. Might get intercepted on the way to wherever you're going. He's not nah. Jonathan Taylor. He won't fumble him. Yeah. Exactly. Dro- I don't know. He'll drop him in the clutch. That's not true at all. Kirk Cousins proved last year he's captain clutch. He showed it. Playoff win. First Monday night football win, like one in ten. He's captain clutch now. Look, the, the Lions what have you have, done for me lately? 
The Lions have the Vikings on the schedule twice, so I figure that's at least four guaranteed rookie year interceptions for Okuda. <laughs> that's fucked up. I like it though. Man, I love Okuda. So he didn't get a lot of interceptions though, surprisingly. I don't I don't know why. Well, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, they don't really throw. Kirk will though. Kirk ain't afraid of nobody. Nobody. Because Kirk's the man. Why does it feel like this is taking forever for us to find out who Jacksonville is? You know is? what we're guaranteed now? Kirk Cousins exactly. is never coming on when I'm on with you. I know. Yeah, yeah. Dennis is never getting Justin Herbert on. You're never getting Kirk Cousins on. You're burning yeah, all our bridges here, guys. Kirk Cousins' yeah. mom's going to find me on Twitter. I guess it's I guess it's fair to say we all know Amari Cooper is never coming on when I'm on either. So we've all got that <laughs> one. True enough. <laughs> oh I man. I, I don't know. I have enough love in my heart for Cooper for the both of us. Oh, so. hey, I'll take that day off. All right. I'll I'll do everything I can to book him on here for you two since you love him so much. And I'll take the day off. I'll just come over here. I'll hit record on the computer. I'll walk away. I might yell something mean to him as I'm walking away, but you guys can have your episode. I'll come back later. All right, let's see here. Come on. Like, I was hoping for something and a notification on Twitter, anything here. I feel like they've been sitting here for 10 minutes with their the pick is in and not picking. Well, you know, even in this time where there's literally no other option, the NFL can still find a way to disappoint us. Let us do. Yeah, that's true. So can the Browns, and they're on the clock. You know, uh, Trey, can we reflect on Trey Wingo's suit? I mean, it's pretty spectacular. And the fact he's wearing some snappy sneakers with it. Uh, he's been doing that lately a lot, the, the sneakers. It was, it was quite a look. All right, well, he's talking, so I imagine we're about to find out who Jacksonville is picking. I swear, watch Cleveland's going to trade back. Are all these live shots just ESPN's backlog? I like how he just said we're going warp speed through the first round. It's been like an hour and we've gotten through. It's been an hour and a half. Talking about warp speed. I think we've explained uh, some of the NFL's problems. Please don't be worse. Hey, CJ Anderson, there you go. You said you wanted him to take a corner. All right. Hey, I thought that'd be a great pick for him. They they replaced Jalen Ramsey. All right. It's got to be Tristan Worris, right? I'm going to be the Browns not likely to take a receiver. No. That means the Jets are going to have an interesting – they will have either Will, Becton Wills, Becton, or, you know, so I've so, seen a yeah. lot of mocks lately with the Jets going offensive line, and that wouldn't be a terrible idea since they That's couldn't what I, would do. I mean, they got three quarterbacks killed last year, so they obviously <laughs> used a little bit of – Two of them in one game, right? Well, I mean, yeah. Darnold got on, that, though, so that, – that's Trevor Simeon. You know, I, I actually like Trevor, Trevor Simeon. Simeon. That, that injury, oh, my gosh. I I was eating when I saw that come up, and I was like, I'm done. Ooh, okay, so the pick is in. All right, so they didn't trade, so I can I can avoid being upset about them making a bad trade here. It's got to be worse, right? There's no way they don't No, no, no. They took Josh Jones. Just accept it. Oh, my God. I would be so upset. I would be well, so I have them take, I have them taken Beckton because I you thought know, I, I thought Worfs would Beckton. go. I thought Worfs would be gone. I, w- I would not mind Beckton. I would not. So, I would love Tristan Worfs. I would I'm, be very happy right now. It's been a long time since Matt has been happy with the Browns draft pick. I just I, want this to happen for me. I'm torn over my desire for the Browns to take Beckton, so I move back into a tie in my first round mock draft. 
or my desire for them to take Werfs because I think he's a little better. Don't worry. You'll get the picks right later. Let's go on yourself. Don't bet on yourself. Never. Not right now. You'll get the wrist right, I promise. There will be more. I'm going Josh Jones, and this is the end of the draft for Matt. I'll kick you off. I kicked you off. I kicked Dennis off yesterday. He did kick me off yesterday. I was listening to you guys live on the drive home. I thought I was going to have an accident. I was laughing so hard. He's like, goodbye, Dennis. Yeah, no. Don't talk about Hakeem Butler and I say, I didn't like that. You're gone. Doesn't happen on this podcast. All right. Well, there's Wingo again, which hopefully means they're about to cut into the Browns pick. Oh, man. No, in all seriousness, I would not be upset if they took Beckton. I agree with you, Dennis. Wirfs is the better player. I, I would love – if they pick Wirfs, I mean, it's it's a it's the new Joe Thomas. Hey, it's the – I think play. that's kind of – like, Wirfs is athletic. He's Joe Thomas. Yeah. Beckton is Orlando Brown Jr. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad thing. I just – Worfs fits the the Kevin Stefanski offense so much better with that with the outside run blocking he can get to that second level a whole lot better than Beckton like oh man. just to watch Worfs throw guys around and Chubb running for ninety yards against the Baltimore Ravens and knock them out of the fucking playoff. You know what? This is Love the play- this is the point in time where the Browns take uh, Cam Akers. We've got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, but we gotta back him. Okay, here we go. I, I gotta be quiet for this one. All right, come on, Roger. I don't care if they submitted Mackay Becton. Just say Tristan Wirfs. No trade. Oh, oh, no trade. Oh, wait. Let me pull that up. Oh, yeah. Jedrick Wills. Is it really? Yeah. Jedrick Wills Jr. Fucking hell. All right, I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> well, he was the next tackle in the group so you know some people had wills higher than back then so you know what i honestly believe the jets have got to be looking at Werfs and beckton coming back they the jets have to take Werfs, right they do i mean come on but then that could mean beckton goes to i i would guess beckton goes to tampa bay or if the jets take Werfs, raiders that means the Raiders of all freaking teams are going to get top pick of wide receivers. Yep. Wow. CD Lamb to the Raiders. I'm a, I'm literally going to burst into tears. I may I may have to take a few minutes off if CD Lamb goes to the Raiders. I'm confused. Jedrick Wills is a right tackle, right? That's that's what that, that if I'm remembering that correctly, that's what no, they're saying. That, isn't he playing? Wait, oh yeah, he's. Playing I mean, right Werfs played right tackle his whole career too. Oh, did he? I thought he was a left tackle. Yeah, I, I thought they said uh, Andrew Thomas was the only true left tackle. Yeah, he was. That's why I was really hoping he'd follow the Browns. Fuck the Browns. We're gonna put that on your tombstone in about six months. <laughs> it's what's gonna kill me more than anything <laughs> else. I can promise you that. All right, I gotta mark this anyway. One thirty-one. We have anything else we want to say on the Browns things? This is where I'm gonna mark the end of the first episode for the podcasting audience. You get to see us. Uh, hey, man. you know what? I, Why is Wills falling? Wills was a top was a top tackle prospect. Alabama had a, a very good and productive offense. I, I don't think it's a bad pick. Any of those top four tackles, yeah, there, you have there to were be happy guys. to get somebody. Yeah. 
There were four and, of them, and and I actually heard. Uh, right. Is it Joe there Thomas who was there? Was Joe Joe Thomas was was the Browns' left tackle? I heard him saying that he didn't think there was much, if any, real distinguishable difference between those. Joe Thomas tackles. doesn't know what he's talking about. Come on, I'm just kidding, Matt. Where's I, I don't know how to like. How, how are you oh, going to cash a long hard. time? I just. Uh, yeah, I cool. I mean I get cool. you. So we were you missed cool. what we were talking about we think uh, I I think the Jets would be crazy if they don't take Wirfs, and then obviously oh, yeah. fourteen Tampa Bay is probably going to take Becton because he's the fourth tackle left. So that probably means well that definitely means the Raiders would have their choice of receivers. Oh, receiver. I might I might be prepared to have my own um, See you sad, sad sadness. Well, and then would Judy go to the 49ers? And then my, ni- my nightmare game. all along has kind of been rugs going to Denver. If if it's me, I'm I would love if CeeDee Lamb could go to San Francisco with that Kyle Shanahan offense. Now, granted, you've got to hope Jimmy Garoppolo can get him the ball. But I mean, outside of that, that would be a great landing spot for him. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I this class is so deep, and New York picking so early in the second round, they're still going to be able to get, I would say, one of the – there's no – Yeah. How many wide receivers can go now? There's no – I don't think there's any way well, five receivers so go now. There's no wide, way. Wide receivers have really been – well, that's a question because the Eagles could potentially, the Vikings could potentially. There's been a lot of talk that the Saints are looking to take somebody so with Sheena, right Denver, okay, San Francisco, so my, the Raiders, my – there's a lot of places that might. Uh, I think this, the biggest surprise to me so far is the way the top has shaken out and seeing players like Worf's fall means – I just uh, don't – I don't understand it. I really don't. Like, I, I, all joking aside, I do like the pick of Wills. I, I'm, I'll be interested to see if he can shift to left tackle because that's going to be the big thing, right? He played right tackle his entire time at Alabama. From everything – I'm not an offensive lineman, but from everything I've heard from offensive linemen that have talked about, it's not an easy switch to go from right tackle to left tackle. You're asking a lot of a rookie to protect protect Baker on what could be a huge year for him. I mean, this is his fourth or third year now going in. This is a huge year in a new new front office, new coaching staff. This is a big year for him, and ask a rookie to now protect his blind side is a big deal. So, Worfs was my one from a lot of people that I saw. Worfs was the number one. I, I wish they would have gone worse, but you know, analytics they know what they're doing. So I'll just well, trust the process. Oh. All right, I'm going to say this real quick. This is for everyone who's listening to this on the podcast and is not watching us live. This is uh, we're ending it here with the Browns pick. Got a minute to go left in the Jets clock. That's where we will uh, pick up episode two. So this is well, done. Bye, episode. everybody. Prepare for glory. I don't know if you got your popcorn ready. If you got your popcorn ready. I came out the wrong line ready. And he's hit the end zone. Who can make a play? I can! Who can make a play? I can!